Let this duly be noted that uh, Luis just said off camera, I was told I was going to be asked some questions. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, oh my God. It's like a bug. That's all you know about That's this? That's it. That's it. Do not air this on television. Jody, Jody, Jody. I always wanted to say that, by the way. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, is that, uh, what is it? Uh, what am I thinking? The Judy, Judy, yes, Judy. Yes, yes, thank you. Sorry. Judy, Judy, Judy. Um, listen, for our purposes, we're outside the ice den again, and it's cloudy. It is... It's actually sprinkling we're right in the now. rain, What's right? What's going on? There's snow in the high country, so this, this <laughs> makes me really happy. Thanks for enduring. No problem. It's like 20 in Chicago, right? The, yeah. the broadcasters were talking about the snow, so I think we can handle this. How long do you think before someone comes out and says, why are you guys standing out there in the rain? What do you think? I don't know. Not long, you probably. You cares? <laughs> They're going to become part of the podcast. That's they true. Do. Hey, listen, uh, a couple of quick things. I, after a quick trip to San Jose, the, if you look at the Coyote schedule for the month of... February. It's all Sedona Red. Finally for you guys, for the road crew. It's remarkable. Yes. And, and all that this team endured setting an NHL record for a home game. So before uh, we hear from the head coach, what, what what is your sense about how this team is right now What do you, when you're watching those games from the broadcast balcony? I think the effort is... Um the effort was was really there throughout, but you're seeing a more focused effort, smarter plays. You know, even Philadelphia, you know, I was looking back at some of the highlights from that game back in October mm -hmm. and listening to their announcers saying, you know, um, and the Coyotes won that game, but, you know, saying hard coverage here or, you know, yes, does it happen once in a while? Sure, but it's not happening at the pace that it was in the past. So I really think they have, quote, turned a corner. I know you guys have kind of used that mm -hmm. term a little bit. I think right now what I'm seeing is I saw in Winnipeg and and then the other night against Philly is not getting rewarded with the two points, but, and I think what's important is they're embracing that that's important. The yeah. winning is important. Um, you seeing strides, it's all good. It's all part of progress, but uh, you're seeing guys hungry to get that win, to get rewarded with a victory. I have heard the same word now a couple of times in the room the last few nights from Winnipeg to St. Paul to the other night on Saturday, I believe it was, and that is belief. They're believing in their system and the structure of it and adhering to it. And they know they're getting rewarded. Have you heard that, those words starting to pop well, up? Yeah, and you know, we've stood there, you know, here at home when we're at the skate. And there was a point about a month or so ago where it was out there. It was like, guys are freelancing yeah. and they can't do that anymore. Wow. And I think it finally, it took a while, but it, it was finally a, a moment in that room and a couple of, I mean, different moments, different meetings, different times where the coach was talking about this is what has to happen. And guys realize you can't go out on your own. You can't do, you have to stick to the system. And I guess it's just growing pains, but they realized it and now we're seeing the fruits of that. Well, in, in the spirit of this home stand, it is a long one. I asked uh, head coach Rick Tockett and defenseman Jason Demers the other night after the game on, on Coyotes Live, the post game show, what, uh, what they want fans to experience as they drive away from the rink after all these games, listen carefully what these guys had to say. Before I let you go, I think you touched on this a little bit today, but I, I want to revisit it here to people watching the post-game show. This month, a heavy dose of home games. How do you want people to feel when they leave the building after a Coyote game here at Gila River Arena? Well, I, I mean, if the, the competitive effort. I think if they can be... Uh they come to the rink and they see that. I think they can be happy with it. And I, you know, I got to tell you, our games are pretty exciting. I mean, uh, the, the, sometimes we're not on the right side, but at least they're exciting. Um, but you know, listen, um, 
you know, we we appreciate the fan support and you know just to, to be patient with us and uh, you know hopefully we can uh, have a good night at the homestand here. You know, everybody knows where we are in the standings and it's at the point now. It's it's <clears throat> you got to build momentum for next year and you got to you know you still got to play play the game and you want to win points as a competitor and and you know we want to you know mess with some teams coming in and and play a little bit of a spoil. You never want to do it. No player wants to do that, but we're in that situation. We put ourselves there, so we got to. You got to come to the rink and compete, and just and know that every night it's it's you just want to win, just because you know that's that's the name of the game. So Jody, there he is, the, the coach saying, "I hope fans give us a chance, have a little patience." And he hasn't really done that. He hasn't played that card yet, but I'm kind of glad he did. Yeah, definitely, and and they're being evaluated. I loved what he had to say the other day. Same lines, really. We have at that time it was 28 games left, and there are going to be changes. So guys, you know, they know now what the system is. There really aren't any more excuses mm -hmm. except for youth, but right. we all know what that means. So I think that's what's out there now is, look, you're playing for a spot here. Yeah. Um, we want to win these games down the stretch, but this is also about the future, and you need to prove to us that you're willing to do what it takes to be the kind of player that we want. By the way, I wanted to thank you belatedly, but thanks for throwing me a lifeline while we were – stranded in Winnipeg with the uh, with the power <laughs> out and no elevators oh, and man. the temperatures well below zero at night. The room got a little chilly, but you, you sent me that video from Napa? Is that where you sent that from? Or were you already in the city by then? In the city, okay. in the city then. But, you know, I was getting, we were getting ready to go to dinner, and I get these videos from Todd. You know, this is a podcast, so we're not going to be, you know, we could, we could air some of that audio. But no, I was very desperate and yeah. very lonely at that moment where the power was out. Now, my friends, you know, one of my friends is just is always an answer, right? She said, isn't there a generator there? I don't know, but I know that Rick Toggett had to go up 20 flights of stairs. 21. Yeah. And and you were stuck. You said you know there was something going on down there, but I don't know if I'm going to get back yeah. up here. Brian so. Henry was doing karaoke in the <laughs> lobby with under candlelight, so I wasn't going to go there. Boy, I don't know. I, w I would have <laughs> wanted to go down and see that, yeah. even if it meant you know a, a workout. But you had some mints. You were yeah, living mints. on like three ounces Winter of water mints. Yeah. and mints. Yeah, it was good. And a ch half chocolate and, bar. And half I was chocolate. headed to yet another four-star dining experience. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really happy for you. But we, we did. We wanted to send you a message, yeah. my friends, uh, Martha, O.C., Beth, and I, oh, college friends, and yeah. from the cab, yeah, the Uber. Great. Uber or a cab? I think it was a cab, actually. Couldn't get an Uber for some reason in the city. Wow. Well, I was happened. just, I was warmed by that. And I really needed to be warm, so thank you. <laughs> I'm glad we could help. Hey, um, before we, we, we have to do a quick pivot here, and then i got to get out of here, and so do you. But um, with all the home games in February and into March for the Coyotes. They're going to get great crowds because it is that time of year. Snowbirds are here, but also spring training, Cactus League, and it seems like there's always a, a great spillover from all the people that are sports-minded and looking for another form of entertainment, and that's a great part about doing these games. So with that, I, when is pitchers and catchers, is that like this week? Out. It's this week. Actually, I heard Felix Hernandez might have been in the house the other night. Seattle oh, Mariners okay. were in the house. You're right. You know, they come out uh -huh. to the arena. They want to catch a hockey yep. game. For the D-backs, you know, we're still kind of waiting on a few moves that are yeah. left, including one for an outfielder. Yeah. What about him? <laughs> it could be any outfielder, actually. Yeah. But, you know, the talk is really about all of these players, and there are maybe 20 pretty high-profile players that, you know, it's been an interesting standoff. I don't know if you've ever seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we've seen labor strife. and things. This is not overt, though. There's not, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a, a subtle 
standoff. It's not, you know, but you're going to see maybe these guys all have their own spring training. I don't know. But hopefully that's not the case for J.D. Martinez, who, you know, we wish him the best, and I hope he makes the right move. A lot of people want to see him back in Sedona Red, including, you know, Tori Lovello, who I spoke to the other night at a charity event that Kurt and Brenda Warner were putting on, honoring Shane Doan and raising money for their charity, Treasure House. And Tori and his wife were there. And so I asked Tori just what's it like for him with the waiting game and, and the possibility that J.D. Martinez could be a Diamondback this year. It's great to support something so wonderful. Have you had much chance to talk to Kurt and Brenda? I have not. I had a quick interaction with Kurt when he came out to the stadium and threw out the first pitch. And, uh, you know, I always admired his career, and, and I know he and his wife are, are um, very entrenched in this community. And uh, just to be a part of this and support that uh, was real exciting for me, and I know that it's also going to um, you know, honor Shane as well and the tremendous career that he had here in Phoenix. All right, so it's a great cause, but let me ask you to get right to it because baseball is right around the corner. Right. Um, you know, I'm sure you're chomping at the bit, but I mean, it's here, right? It's hard to believe. It's, it was it was a really fast off season, um, and you know when when you end the season the way we did, and it was kind of on a high. Uh, you don't want it to end. You want to kind of stay right there. But we stepped away the best that we could as a group, and uh, the first of the year seems to be the time where we all start to crank up our engines and get things ready. So yeah, next week it starts. It's hard to believe, but we are very ready. And of course, the big question is: there are still some some holes to fill, and JD Martinez is still unsigned. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I, it's it's a question that uh you know, the, the postman asked me and, and our, <laughs> my neighbors asked me. So uh, it's something we all want to know. And uh, I just know this. The front office does a really good job of improving our team every single day. Uh, and uh, whatever the names are, they, they hand them over to to myself and the coaching staff. And, and we try to do the best thing that we possibly can do moving forward. The situation is fluid. We know that J.D. is not signed. We don't know what's going on with our other organizations. We know that J.D. is a very special player. And we hope the best for J.D and where that lands him, we don't know. One last thing for you as you prepare, I'm just curious, and I'm sure I'll ask you when we're out there at the fields, but, you know, do you look at it and say, hey, we had a pretty darn good year in my first year, I don't want to toy with anything, or do you look at, like, I'm going to change up the spring or any of those things that you do as a manager? Well, as far as preparation goes, we're going to do a lot of the same stuff, and I asked the staff, we met, you know, a couple times to get creative and, and um, you know, let's challenge ourselves to not just accept the status quo and put in our work just to say we're putting in our work. We want to go and work with a purpose uh, and prepare for the first day of the season. And we know we had a very successful campaign last year, but we didn't win a world championship. We know that there's a long way to go before we do that. All right. Thank you, Tori. Okay. Thank you. Jody Jackson dropping names. <laughs> Running into Tori Lovello at Kurt Warner's dinner for Shane Doan. Last time it was Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh yes, at the Phoenix Open. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm no Archie Bradley, but I've been and getting, another name. <laughs> I've been getting around. You know, who doesn't drop Archie? Archie's friends with that friend that's to true. all, yeah, right? That's in not the a Valley name drop of the anymore. Sun. That's too easy. All right, okay. He's everybody's guy, right? Yes. Archie's Adventures. He was there. See? First guy to come up to me, by the way. See? Just like, hey, what are you doing here? Hey, what are you doing here? Wow. No, I mean, wow. it was. Uh, I really wanted to kind of just support. Kurt and Brenda I didn't see Shane I only stayed briefly but I thought it was also really cool that you know they wanted to single him out and just honor his career but it was obviously it was great to see everybody coming together for a good cause so you made an appearance I made an appearance oh gosh am I that person no you're (laughs) I'm sorry you saw the did you see the light bulb go off over my head I did I did I saw you the grin got bigger and bigger and then you went there so Yeah, you know, once in a while, make an appearance.
All right, before we go then, uh, uh, wrap it up this way if you could. Is J.D. Martinez going to be a Diamondback Ooh. A and B? Do you have a song to wrap it up for him? I'll tell you what. I know it makes, you know, financially, that's why no one's really wanting to admit that it could happen because mm-hmm. it seems so illogical financially. But I'll tell you what, whatever happens, it's a great credit to the Diamondbacks, yeah. right? Isn't yes. it, Todd? Absolutely. He had so much fun, mm-hmm. you know, and he, and he obviously, you know, former Tiger catcher Alex Avila signed with the D-backs, and I heard Archie told me, you know, that he gave him a glowing recommendation. Hey, you want to be here? This, these yeah. guys want to win. So with that, and I know you're really much more musically savvy than I. So no, you pick the song. You sing all the time. You're always singing. Well, I sing, but that means not, it really is like only everyone. Everyone's crossed to bear that has to hear it. No, it's okay. But, it's okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the song though today to end the Todd and Jody podcast. And we will go with a plea to JD. Uh, I like it, okay. Stay with me. Nice. Josh Kelman, cue it. Thanks for listening to the Todd and Jody podcast on Fox Sports Arizona. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter.